0: Okay, let's start the chapter. In the chapter six, what we will be talking about is basically we'll talk about the form of businesses of ownership. What kind of a business is there? As we heard there is Different kind of a businesses and uh, the ownership of the business. And here where we's going to be the learning objective. It's about is a we will list the advantage and the disadvantage disadvantage of a sole proprietorship. And the sole proprietorship one person owned the company. Uh, the second is describe the advantage and disadvantage of partnership, include the difference um, says between the general and limited partners. We're also gonna discuss the disadvantage and the advantage of corporations and outline the advantage and the disadvantage of franchising, including the challenge of the global franchising and describe the law the role of cooperative or cooperative in canada so we will define each one and then we will talk about the advantage and the disadvantage of each one First of all, we can start in most of 50% of the business in Canada starting a small business. The small business is a sole proprietorship, a business that is owned and usually managed by one person. And uh, then you have what you call a partnership. And the partnership is a legal form of a business with two or more uh, parties. And then what we have we called a corporation, which is a legal entity with the authority to act and have a liability separated from the owners. So if it goes bankruptcy, they don't go to the owner and take their money. So it's, it is a corporation. And what do you have? Unlimited liabilities, the responsibilities of the business owner for all of the debt of the business. That's a different one. So in the sole proprietorship, the advantage, we're always going to see the advantage and the disadvantage of each one of them. And accordingly, we'll make a decision what kind of a company will be opening and operating All partner with. In the sole proprietorship, it's a His advantage is easy of starting and ending. Be your own boss, pride of ownership, retain a profit. There's no special taxes. Whatever you make is part of the taxes, and there is less regulation. The disadvantage, unlimited liability so they can go if you lose, they can go and take over your house or whatever the assets you have, or collaterals. Limited financial resources, you cannot borrow a lot. Management difficulties, uh, basically you have to do it all. Overwhelming time commitment, takes so much time. If you French benefit, there is no tax deferred or other, other tax loopholes. Limited growth. Because <clears throat> it's a private sole ownership. Limited lifespan, it finish, close when the owner dies or cancel it. And possibly, possibly pay higher tax because if you're generating income, they will tax you. And then if you go and make it an income for you, it's another tax there. It's a possibility. In the partnership, is what you call a general partnership. All owners share in in operating the business and in assuming liability for the business debt. So all of them work in, all of them have shares or, or claim the shares. they don't need to work, but when there is a debt, they have to all the owners have to pay. Then you have a limited partnership which is consists of one or more, general partner and one or more limited partner. Limited partner does not have to pay the whole debt or 50% of the debt is limited when it comes to the debt. The general partner is an owner, which is, is a partner who has unlimited liabilities and is active in managing firms. Uh, limited partners usually are an owner who invests money in the business, but does not have any management responsibilities or liability for a loss beyond the investment that they have. And then what you have a limited liabilities is a responsibility of a business owner for losses only up to amount that they are invested. Uh, limited uh, partners and shareholders have a limited liabilities also. The LLP or limited liability partnership limits the partner risk of losing their personal assets to, all, to only their own acts of omission. Including those under their supervision. So it's not gonna lose, let's say he has two companies, not gonna lose the second company because this company is going to, because it's limited to that company. Now, the partnership, there is the advantage and the disadvantage in general. The advantage, definitely more financial resources, you share management and pooled. Uh, 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 skills also, complementary skills there, and knowledge, long survival, because partner, if somebody dies, another can take over and his children can work with them. Uh, Shared risk, if things goes down, they can share the risk, and there is no special taxes also. Uh, But the disadvantage is unlimited liabilities, so um, you might be also losing your personal collaterals. The division of profit, it is it comes in how much work put in, how much they invest, how they divide things, who put more effort, who brings more business, all these things. Disagreement usually happens among the partners, difficulties of terminations most of the time and possibility of higher taxes because you tax a business and then when you generate income for you, you claim the income, you have to be, the income is taxable also. Take a look at this, the partnership agreement provision and you need to, you know, examine each one of them and see how much do you understand. Uh, These are makes a big difference even Uh, you know, uh, with the legal, with the insurance, the way business is conducted. The third type of businesses is corporation. Corporation is a federally or provincially chartered legal entity with the authority to act and have a liability separate from the owner. So the company has the liability. The owners do not have a liability. The owners have a stakeholders and shareholders they are. You have what you call a public corporation or a crown corporation, and you have what you call a private corporation. In the public corporation has the right to issue shares. Um, so you go to you find their shares are available in the stock. That's a public corporation. And if it's owned by the government, it becomes a public corporation, but they call it a crown corporation in Canada. So it has the right to issue a shares to the public. So its shares may be listed on the stock exchange. In the private corporation, it's usually co- uh, controlled by a small number of shareholders or owners, and its shares are not listed in the stock exchange. Usually, mid size is that type, also. Now, um, what I want you to do is go through these uh, some corporation types and see if you have any questions. Let me know, I will be glad. I mean, okay, a domestic corporation conduct business in a home country. It's a Canada-only, that is straightforward. A private, which is a closed corporation, is one whose shares are held by a few people and are not available for general. These are some corporation type. So just take a look at them and, and uh, understand them. Now, the advantage and the disadvantage of corporation. The advantage is a limited liability. So if you buy shares and the share you lose, you lose only your shares, the price of the shares. You don't lose your money, uh, your home or your other money. More money for investment. Uh, The size may be larger due to the increased resource. Easy to borrow money by issuing more shares. Perpetual life always there is a you know, ongoing, easy of ownership change because you buy shares more, your majority of shares, easy for attracted talent employees because it's a stable and separation of ownership from management, which is makes it more stable. The disadvantage. High initial costs they're establishing, lawyers, uh, accountants, they need all work to set up this corporation. Extensive uh, paperwork, uh, double taxation, because when you make the shares and profit, they can be taxed. And also the when you uh, get the dividend, they can be taxed. Companies taxed, and you know, that as a dividend receiver, you will be taxed if you're making a profit. Two tax returns size may com- may become inflexible uh, to new ideas because it's big. Determination is very difficult and not fire or hire somebody very quickly. And the stockholders and the bro- board conflict sometimes happening. So these are the disadvantage of them. These are examples of large corporation like Walmart Canada, Costco, uh, Desjardins group. These are the group, these are the large corporation or the largest corporations that we have. But the issues comes in here is the fact how the owner affect the management overall. And you know, the owners and shareholders will be appointing the board of directors. And the board of the director will be hiring the management. So the owners and shareholders will select certain type of board of directors, and the board of directors accordingly will hire the managers, the offices, and the office of corporate manager, uh, and, uh, or officer, which is chief operating officer or chief, Uh, chief executive officer, and after the chief executive officer, there's different chief uh, C-level, which is chief financial officer, chief information officer, chief uh, operation officer, and then you have the managers under them and the manager. So these policies can move along, influence any... The owners does not like what's going on, and they can fire the board, replace them, and the board can fire the management, C-levels, uh, the chief executive officer, and chief executive. So this is how the influence happening. So the owner have an influence on how is how business managed by electing a board of directors. The board hire the top officers, which is mostly the chief executive officers and fire them if it's necessary. It is also set to pay for those officers also. The officers then select the other managers and employees with the help of a human resource. So the whole policy can be according to the Bo owners and shareholders also. You need to take a look at this. There is what you call the sole, uh, the, these are all put together now, the sole prior to ship, document needed to start the business, none, You need a permit, it doesn't take you even two hours, but then you have the general, there you have a partnership, which is a three kind, general partnership, limited partnership, public partnership, Uh, I'm I'm sorry, the public partner corporation and the private corporation. And you can document needed to start in a business, the sole is like this, the general partnership agreement what it's need, look at them, differentiate between them and see how we can recognize each one, where's the benefit, where's the lot. And we can come up with a selection of certain Company And this is how different type of companies are in Canada. Here's a continuum of the list. And when it comes to the taxes, tax as a personal income, for example, here tax as a personal income in limited partnership, some as a general partnership, corporate, double taxation, same as a public corporation. So these are, you need to look at them, understand where is the benefit, where is the aid for each type of companies. Then it comes to the business regulation. The business regulation, business must follow the provincial and federal, sometimes it's also uh, the, the city itself, laws and regulation. So that is what you call the federal laws and regulation, and then there was a provincial ones and they have to follow follow them. Registration is required to ensure the name are not duplicated and tax are paid. So you issue a tax uh, when you share the company, either you, you need to get a tax uh, number for uh, claiming the tax or paying the tax. Then you have the federal regis- regis- registration protect company names, and usage across Canada. So if you name your company, somebody cannot name the same thing. Where do you have the Articles of Incorporation, which is a legal authorizations for the federal and provincial territorial government for a company to use a corporate format. So they will allow you what kind of a corporate you can have. Uh, When you apply, approved, you get this thing. And then you have what you call the reporting and information, which is a corporation must fill out many forms. And if it's public, too many forms must file annual report also. Annual report, uh, financial statements, revenues, profit, per shares, or general profit also there. When it comes to the franchising, the a franchising, a franchise agreement is an arrangement whereby someone with a good idea for a business sells the right to use the business name and sell its goods and services in the given territories and goods and services, uh, differs from one franchise to another. So who's the franchisor? Franchisor is the company that develops a product concept, the idea, and sells to others the right to make and sell the product. Like what we see here, uh, McDonald's, Burger King, 7-Eleven, lots of them. And then you have the franchisee. Is the one who takes from the franchiser. The franchisee is the right to use a specific business name and sell its goods and services in a given territories. And then that's a franchise. A franchisee is uh, usually that person who has the franchise itself. So if I own a McDonald's, then I am the franchisee. McDonald's owners are the franchisor and the McDonald's, my restaurant is a franchise. Now, the franchisees has advantage and the disadvantage. The advantage, there is a management and marketing assistant from the top management from the friend. So they do the marketing on behalf of you sometimes, most of the time, or assist you. There is a personal ownership, you own the restaurant or the place, the national recognized name and the financial advice and assistance comes in, and lower failure rates usually. They don't, they do their calculation to find out how successful is the application. The disadvantage, the, it's a large uh, startup cost. They resell you all the equipment, all the, you know, uh, training, all the setup. So there's a large startup cost. Shared profit. is depend how much they're sharing your profit. Management regula- uh, regulation, uh, co effect, restriction on selling. They don't, they, you have a certain products you can sell and they can be, you know, fraudulent franchisers also that you need to look at it and have the lawyer keep an eye, you keep an eye before you select that. What do you need to do is a buying a franchise. There is a checklist for evaluating a franchise. Please go through it and see when you are, want to open a franchise, you need to go through these these checklists and find the answer for them or have somebody help you to find these answers for you. Now, you need to also look at the market, your market, the franchisees, and buying the franchisees as it's, it's the same list. And then you have the e-commerce in the franchising, which is these days also. If you work in Amazon, if you work, if you have a exposed in the Amazon, they call the drop shipping shopping, drop shipping, which is you represent certain companies in Amazon, uh, and you have kind of a franchising thing, but through the e-commerce which is the e-commerce and the franchising is the internet allows the franchisors to offer their product to a wider market. Online franchisees do not require physical space and there are no upfront fees because there is no places physical. They're not giving specific territories they can sell anywhere. Home-based franchisees, require the same investment of time and energies as any home-based business, advertisement, or emails, all these things, internet costs. However, they have support of the franchisors also. The franchising in the international market can offer many possibilities, but there can be also, a problem around intellectual properties, you know, uh, franchisors' support might not get that much support, and uh, local regulation might be stopping it. Then we have what you call a cooperatives, and you would see lots of small banks as actually they are not a real bank that cooperative. Some uh, stores they do cooperative ways, uh, food chains also, uh, like a safe way, for example. Um, Costco pretended that, but it's the stores they were cooperative. Uh, some insurance also. The cooperative is an organization owned by people. Uh, uh, producers. Consumers could be, or a combination, or workers with a similar need who pool their resources for a mutual gain. Cooperative are locally owned or democratically controlled. And some cooperative are owned by members. Who actually make the products, for example, like dairy, milk, and all these things, and others who others are worked on, they, they own shares in it. And credit unions is are a form of cooperative, especially in the banks. There is lots of credit unions who they're in financial centers, and they are credit unions. The cooperative differs from other business principles. Uh, a different purpose meets the common needs of their members, usually. Uh, whatever the members is locally or the producers or the consumers. It's a different control structures. One member, one vote system is not according to their shares, is according to membership. A different allocation of profit. Profits are shared among their members, owners, on the base of how much they use the organization. How much they're buying, for example, from the organization. Not how many shares they hold. And profit are not subject to income tax, by the way. There is Philosophical benefits of cooperatives. There is lots of cooperatives in Canada we see. So like like a, a smaller type of socialism and there is a community benefit. Please go through them and try to understand where there's benefits are. Cooperative by area activity. We find in the healthcare, there's only 2%, the highest is the housing cooperative, there's agricultural, the like we said, the, the milk and all, you know, the chicken. Then you have the retail cooperative stores and credit unions, like, you know, the banks. They're also cooperative, which is contains 40% of them. The summary is the sole proprietorship or a businesses owned and usually operated by one person. 50% of Canadian businesses are sole proprietorship. Then you have what you call a partnership occurs when the two or more people agree to co-work, co-own the business itself. Now, percentage might changes, but the two people or more, they own it. And then you have what you call the co cooperations which is cooperations are a legal entity with authority to act alone, stand alone, and have a liability separated from the owners because all the owner has might to have the shares, or is shares in the company. Then we talked about franchising, which is an agreement where a franchisor sells the right to use the business name and sell, the product or services giving territories, McDonald's a pretty famous franchisor. Then we spoke about the last type, which is the cooperative, which is our organization owned by members and customer with a similar need who pool their resources for a mutual gain. Lots of mutual uh, cooperative, which is we really brought examples. Thank you.